0: Hey there, welcome to the Seeking After Him podcast, a podcast all about getting to know Jesus through the testimony of His Word and through other Christians. Pull up a seat and make sure you're cozy as we dive into today's episode. Without further ado, here's your host, Abby. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Seeking After Him podcast. My name is Abby, for those of you who do not know me, and I am excited to have another special guest on the podcast today. This is my good, good friend, J.C. Stanbro. It's not going to lie, J.C., it's really weird talking in a podcast voice to you <laughs> here in the room, but
1: why don't you just say hi to everyone
0: and introduce yourself.
1: Hi everyone, my name is J.C. Stanbro, and I am the earthly owner of Aslan Square here in Dyersville. Um, it's a coffee shop, bookstore, store, and gift shop um, right next to Fuse and right down the street from Textile. And we just opened about a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so great. If anyone hasn't checked it out yet, you need to. It's
0: You have like amazing coffee and amazing tea. I'm very much a tea person, more so than a coffee, but um, very, very good drinks there. Okay, Jace, why don't you just hop into Aslan's has a really cool um, testimony in itself. And I really just feel like um, God just laid you on my heart to really come on and just share the obedience that you've been walking through. Because as a friend, I know how much of a journey this has been for you. Um, And so I just feel like this is a great testimony just to get out. And so um, why don't you just start from wherever you feel like God is calling you to start in terms of like what you've been walking through in this season of being an entrepreneur, but then also being the earthly owner
1: of Aslan Square. Yeah. So first off, um, what I mean by earthly owner is it's a complete God and Jesus shop. Uh, he is actually the real owner, and I am just doing his works here on earth. Um, it's funny. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is the laser of God And it's kind of funny because Abby personally asked me to do this months ago and I just really wasn't having it. So, um, (laughs) no, she wasn't by the way,
0: everyone, she did not want to come on.
1: (laughs) So my first thing is the laser of God. So somebody here who is listening needs to hear this story and needs to know that God is real. And it's just taking the step of faith, And God will take it and run with it. And I'm so excited to share this all with you. Um, So it all started as I was a little girl. I've always wanted to own a shop. I didn't know what kind of shop. I didn't know um, what that really looked like. And I went to college and got my degree in medical. So (laughs) I was in the medical field. And so when I moved to Dyersville here about five years ago, I made some really good friends at church, and these girls are my best friends now, and one day I woke up to take my son to school, and we were late. And of course, usually you're frustrated when you're delayed, right, or you're late to something. And for some reason, I just had this overwhelming peace mm-hmm. that day, and I'm like, "What is happening?" Like I was just like, "La la, la, I got on my way to Dyersville, <laughs> like not even care with the care in the world." And I actually live in Worthington, so I had to go up on, on a 20 um, up over there by Country Junction. And when I was going up there um, with my car, I saw one of my best friends at the Country Junction. Um and mind you, country junction is closed. It's closed abandoned building (laughs) at this point in time. Yeah, it's like abandoned. And I'm like, what in heaven's sake is going on there? I'm like, is she okay? Like that was my first like, (laughs) is she okay? And so I called her on my way to Dyersville Elementary, and I'm like, are you okay? What are you doing? And I feel like she's, like, busted. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, she she was going there every single day to pray over the building because she felt like God was going to do something. And, and she felt like God was telling her to be a part of something here in Dyersville. Mm-hmm. And that actually kind of stirred up something. So I'm like, well, that's interesting because my lifelong dream is to open up a shop and have it Mm -hmm. Christian-led. And so that kind of just brought up the idea of opening up something. And so, of course, with new ideas, you're kind of like just toss around ideas and to see what we would open. It's just in the fun stage at that point. Um, But little did I know that God was about to take that and run with it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so we actually started talking, and we ended up on a coffee shop and bookstore idea of combining them because you can also read a book, do Bible studies, but also you can have a drink and enjoy your time while having that drink. And so that's kind of where the idea got brought up. But again, I was delayed, and I ran and saw her at that exact moment, which is of God. Talk about
0: like divine timing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Delays are always of God. I think
0: you're, you're the one that's like really told me about that. And so now every time I'm delayed, I really just think back to that moment.
1: And even with this podcast, I think there's somebody at this exact moment that when they listen to this, that just needed to hear this. So I'm excited to hear. So if that is you reach out. Um, but we are so excited to continue just sharing what God has done, um, So one of the biggest things was my inner circle, which is the community aspect. Um, I have such amazing, wonderful friends who have really supported me, and not just supporting guys, but a Christian aspect, like an actual sister in faith aspect that pushes you um, to do the right thing, that makes sure sure you're on track. Um, That is so important, and I highly suggest finding that inner circle, Um, and honestly, um, Find Your People by Jenny Allen would be a great book to read if you are trying to find that circle, Um, but really, it was my friends that really supported me, and that's when the ideas really started (laughs) coming up, Um, so when I brought it up to my husband, he was like, yeah, sure, Um, and then (laughs) when we're like, oh, we're gonna go look at places, he about had a heart attack, so... Um, <laughs> it's kind of, um, it's kind of ironic, but we'll get to that later. Um, so what happened is we ended up going to Dyersville and the, uh, Dyersville chamber, I think it was, um, the economic, group, economic group. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it was. Uh, they went around and showed us different places. And the first place we looked at was actually where the shop is now. It was a complete disaster um it would needed a complete remodel but you could just feel the light of jesus with those big windows Mm. and so if you haven't been in the shop you'll have to come check it out because you can just feel the light of jesus in there and when me and my friend uh who came alongside alongside me this whole journey um We were there and we're like, this is it. Like, you can just feel the Holy Spirit. Even though I do not see, like, the future and how something's going to look. And I'm like, this is going to be awful. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this (laughs) renovations, this is going to be a headache. But um, so we did go look one other place just to tell our husbands, like, hey, we went and checked more places out. And so at the end of that day, we knew it was supposed to be there. And I remember looking at her and I was like, how are we going to financially do this? Mm -hmm. I was like, how is this going to happen? I was like, that needs a complete remodel. Like what in the world? And then all of a sudden you guys, like, I'm not even kidding. Like just imagine like a lightning bolt, like a lightning bolt hit me. And I'm like, my stepdad is a carpenter. Mm. He used to build houses for a living. And all of a sudden things just clicked. Like, oh my gosh, my stepdad is supposed to be a part of this. Like he's supposed to help wow. me. And I remember calling him right then and there and told him what I, what God put on my heart. And he's like, I will absolutely do it all for you. And so cool. Yeah. Like it was just, that was the first real like answered prayer. Like God already, it wasn't even a prayer. God just put it together. Right. Like it was so easy where it's like, this is too easy, you know? Um, so yeah. So then after that, we really started to, um, get things rolling and the idea of Aslan's came up. Um, right now the name wasn't even picked out, but, um, I remember I went, me and my friend went to see chosen the Christmas movie and we got back and we were praying just over everything. And I remember praying and all of a sudden the Lord laid it on my heart and said, I'm bringing an investor. Like, right in the middle of a prayer, mm-hmm. he goes, I I'm, will be bringing an investor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Holy cow. Okay. God's going to bring somebody before we open. It's going to be great. Like, <laughs> I don't have to worry about money or finances because that's an earthly thing. And so, what happened? Um, is we've really me and my our friend circle, we really got into learning about um like the how would you say it? Like the Bible's seven year like how would yeah, you Yeah, seven
0: year cycle. Maybe. the seven year cycle. Yeah. yeah. How um, God's cycl- God's cyclical and he works in the same timing. He's never changed. And so he yeah. works in like these seven years. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I have Abby talent. say it. Um, <laughs> so we were learning about that and how right now we're in the seventh year. Yes. Um, of this. And usually that means transition.
0: Mm-hmm. And it
1: means transition. And so at that time we're like, oh, wow. Like we're all transitioning to something. Like our whole friend group, somebody was moving. Somebody was changing jobs. So like there was mm-hmm. always something. And so this meant for me to open the shop. And um, so then the next part was coming up with a name. And the same friend that was helping me, um, she loved, her son loved the Chronicles of Narnia. And Mm -hmm. so people might want to know where the the name came from. Um, So it's in Chronicles of Narnia. The lion is named Aslan. And um, he actually represents Jesus in the books and the movie. So cool. And so that's kind of like an easy way of saying Jesus is square.
0: Yeah.
1: And, so cool. <laughs> um, and it, you know, that ties in the books and the coffee and kind of ties it all in. So um, we came up with that. And then the next thing was coming up with a logo. Mm-hmm. And so I actually hired somebody to do the logo and everything that was getting brought to me just wasn't feeling right, unfortunately. Um, and actually, I was with Abby, and we were we went out to eat. And all of a sudden, we're like, let's just sit down and think of a logo. And so, like, all of a sudden, like, we just went. We went to
0: the building first, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 We, ended, we actually ended up going to the building first. And I think, so if, it, if you've ever been on the outside of Aslan's, there's, like, almost, like, this old, like, post. Office box, mm-hmm. right? And it's like it was super faded on the front of it, and I feel like I just saw this like super faded dove. Duh. And so I pointed that out to Jay Z, and yeah, Jay Z super with, excited. Yeah. yeah.
1: So d- doves in my family are a huge thing, um like so big. Like my grandma loved doves and all this kind of stuff, and then. Um, so we went and ate supper and we, I, we were just so excited at that point. We were like, mm-hmm. let's do this. Like yeah. we were just sitting there. We both <laughs> were doodling like on, all, napkins. on napkins and we're like, let's come up with a logo. And so I'm like, a dove has to be in there. And if you don't know, a dove means messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also, um, presents like purity and the Holy spirit right? and the too. Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, and it also means Holy spirit. So it's exactly what I wanted. Uh, Aslan's to be and encompass, and that's so part of the mission, right? Um, And so at that point, uh, me and Abby were just going back and forth, and then we drew the coffee mug. And then so if you look at at our actual logo, um, the coffee mug has steam coming out of it, and then the steam has, you'll see a dove. And then if you look really closely in the tail, you'll see the... Fish. Jesus is fish
0: <laughs>
1: yeah so cool yeah so we actually came Abby and I came up with it ourselves and we just kept doodling and Abby actually is the one that drew it for me um and I'm the one that sent it off to the graphic designer but she actually drew it and it came to life that way which yeah. is so cool
0: I can't take any credit for that.
1: That was purely the Holy Holy Spirit.
0: Spirit. Yeah. I would no way be
1: able to draw that again. Yeah. Um, And I think one thing I didn't really mention right away is when God laid it on our hearts to open up Aslan's, it wasn't for the books or the gifts. Um, it actually was a pure mission to reach Dyersville and to, um, have a place where people can come and have a safe environment where they can be open, uh, can talk about God and can, um, really just express themselves and their spirituality, um, and really just hone on focusing on Jesus. So, um, we just really wanted to spread Jesus's love. And Mm -hmm. so that logo actually just encompassed the mission. Yeah. So yeah cool. so that was really really cool like and so like everything so far you guys have just been pure god at this mo- at this point
0: like god just opened doors and you just walked through it right was like almost an ease to it
1: like everyone is like what is what cup are you drinking out of because <laughs> <laughs> everything literally opened up yeah like it was crazy <laughs> um yeah so at this point um we're like okay thanks and now it's probably like we're now getting closer to April. Um, we opened in June, so that kind of gives you a timeline. Um, and at this point, I still haven't got a bank loan. Um, you should
0: go into the that, why you didn't get a bank
1: loan. Oh, yeah. So God really – so first off, it was into the seventh year, right, how we kind of talked about that. Um, so the seventh year, um, God, it, in the Bible, it talks about – the seventh year is year of transition, and how um, you really shouldn't be getting bank loans um, from the government and stuff like that. That the community, the Christian community, the Christian, sorry, yes, the Christian community should actually have its own community where they help each other. And um, and I just really felt at that point. I was actually in my prayer room. I have a war room, and I was in my prayer room, and I just felt like God's saying you will not get a bank loan. Like it was pretty stern. And I'm like, um, I don't know how that's going to (laughs) work. But, um, I just really felt like God was saying, don't get a bank loan. Like I will provide Mm. Christian people who you you can rely on. And at that point, God also told me to partner with only Christians as well. Mm. Um, just to make sure we're on the same level. Um, we both you know, really believe in Jesus, and it's all for their correct mission, right, Mm because we can't give enemy any ground, no matter where we're at, and so that is kind of how I felt with alone. Um, Did I rethink that? Yep, I sure did, (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) yeah, many, many times, probably enough to annoy Abby, but um, (laughs) (laughs) I, so like, And also at that point, you guys, like like I told you, uh, God also laid on my heart that He was bringing an investor, right? So I'm like, well, between the investor and maybe partnering with other Christians to get like get money and then pay them back type of thing, um, I think we'll be good. So (laughs) um, that's kind of where we're at, like in this in the timeline. Um, So at this point, I'm like, well, we kind of need coffee. Kind of need coffee. So what actually how that started was my accountant brought up bringing a machine cup in Monticello and when he brought it up to me he said like how much it's awesome and um but they don't use espresso machine they do a pour over method and at that point i was turned off i'm like Mm-mm, i want an espresso machine and if you know me i'm very like bold and stuck in my ways like if i don't want something I don't yeah, want it. That's so true. <laughs> Thanks for through, through, through and through. <laughs> um, and so like when he told me, I was like, Yeah, no. Thank you though, um, uh, for thinking of me. Well, then it got brought up again. I don't remember by who. Um, and then it brought it got brought up a third time by my other or other same friend who her husband went to Mission Cup and he's like, This is a great place, like the coffee's amazing. And at that point, I'm like, okay, third time's a charm. God, you only have to tell me three times, and yeah. I will go. So <laughs> I went and checked it out, and you guys, I just fell in love. Like, the Holy Spirit was all over. The coffee was amazing. And you could just feel the mission behind Mission Cup. And mm-hmm. so every single part, um, they every, every month, she sends money overseas to missionaries. Um, and then same with Aslan. So... It's just really good to have to know, like, even a cup of coffee is helping somebody. Yeah. Even, like, your our selfish ways of wanting a, a cup of coffee can help a yeah. missionary. So and cool. so I just really, like, fell in love with the idea. And God really <laughs> convicted me and flipped me around on the espresso machine. So yeah. um, <laughs> that's how, like, I ca- kind of came up with Mission Cup Coffee um, and how... Things just really kind of turned out that way. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: cool. Um, And then, so at this point, we're getting close to opening. And this is when freak out mode started. um, Because I still didn't have, you know, a a financial way, answer. answer. Yeah, the financial way that God was telling me about hadn't come yet. And it was, like, beginning of June. And I was like, there is no way in heck that we are opening. I think I actually told Abby that. Um,
0: R- remind them again of when you open the store.
1: So I opened June 29th. Right. And so this is the beginning of June. Of June. Like, yeah. you guys. Like, this is insane. Like, this yeah. isn't something, like, just easily talk about. Like, ju- yeah, like, ju- early June. Mm-hmm. Right? The first week of June. Um, yeah. We we're planning to open, I think, mid-June. And that already got pushed back a couple weeks, and right. so I'm like, I literally called up Abby, like I'm like crying, I'm like, there's no way this is happening. And I remember you <laughs> said, JC, I really feel like God's telling me that you're gonna have to open before the investor comes. And I lost it when you when Abby said that to me. I was like, no, like haven't I done enough? Like I, I'm walking my, i taking wow. the step. Um, and every single time we would talk about the financial aspect of this guys, it just reminded us of Moses. So when Moses was, um, brought, um, them out, uh, sorry, Egypt. yes, the Israelites out of Egypt, um, and he was going to the Red Sea, mm-hmm. right? Um, he would take a step, he, t- he had to actually take a step into the water before it's, before the water split. hmm And that is what I think is so important. Like all the time, I can't say for everybody, but for me, most of the time, I expect God to move it before I take the step. Like I want to see what you're going to do before I take the step. Right. And unfortunately, fellows and ladies, that's not how God works. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He wants to see that act of faith. Mm. He wants to see the act of faith. He wants to see it. He wants to feel it. He wants to see that you are all in. And so for me, I literally had to take the step. And sometimes, you guys, it's so numbing where you just literally have to take it and breathe, like almost like you're going through like an anxiety attack or a panic attack where you just have to breathe through it, and God will take care of it. Just take the step and he'll do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, because honestly, on a human aspect, on a human level, it most likely will not make sense. Right. Um, so when God's asking you to really take a huge step in your faith, honestly, it's probably not going to make sense on a, on a human aspect. Yeah. Like who in the right mind is going to start up a coffee shop without a loan or money to have down. Right. Right. So it's like on a worldly level, this doesn't make sense yeah like on a worldly level this doesn't make sense and i think somebody needs to hear that today um that you just have to take that step and once you do you will not regret it
0: yeah well the bible tells us all the time that god's ways are way higher than our ways so like the little things that we can try to comprehend are like scratching the surface of what god really has in store for us
1: right Mm -hmm. because and once yeah and then once you take that step you guys Oh my, you are going to feel so much blessing. You're going to feel so much peace, but also he's going to keep challenging you. You're just going to keep growing and growing and growing and growing. Yes. <laughs> I, um, they have com- I know Abby for sure has completely saw that, like how God keeps challenging me over and over and over. Yes. Um, but that's also, you guys, when you're in a valley or when you're in a time of challenge, God is going to take that and he is going to not just walk with you through it, but he's going to pick you up when you are on your lowest and he's going to t- pick you up and take you with him um, if you take that step. And so I highly encourage you today if you guys are at that point in your life, it doesn't even have to be with business, um, but with regarding anything like taking the step of faith to even ask Jesus into your heart. Um, to take this, this step of faith to um, try something that you've been wanting to do for years or donating money to the local church or whatever it might be, you guys. Like, There's so many things that that could be. I highly encourage you to take that step because God is going to bless you tenfold. Yeah,
0: and I feel like there's also a sense that I don't know a single person who has taken a step and regretted it.
1: Like, amen like there's
0: always like when you talk to people who've taken steps with jesus like like you said before there's always blessings on the other side of your obedience yes and sometimes delayed obedience is disobedience amen. and so when you're walking and step with what god has for you even if it's just a little step there is no regret because god like continues to bless you a little bit to continue <laughs> it's almost like a lure where he like throws you a little <laughs> bait and then he keeps you going because like there's yeah, like you said, it's hard. It's hard to walk in obedience when things don't make sense on an earthly
1: aspect. Yeah, I know. It just, but that's what gets you closer and closer to God, like you said, right? And it's like God's like, like you said, somebody's hanging the lure. It's almost like a fishing pole. Yeah, right? it's gonna keep coming back to Him, right? Yeah. Somebody's reeling it in. That lure, you guys, is actually bringing you closer and closer to God. Yeah, Ooh, I got the chills. Yeah. So um, cool. Yeah. So I definitely. You guys, it's actually being obedient. So when you're feeling God calling you to do something, um, when you're really feeling like you're getting called, like and not just like you should do it because um, it's the right thing to do, but you're actually being called. Your heart really feels like you're supposed to be doing it um, or you have this uncontrollable passion to start it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know that you're being called to do it. Yeah. Jace, real quick, I, I
0: just feel like, it rem- for whatever reason, that reminded me of all the times you wrestled with God on this journey. Oh, like, yeah. Can you just unpack, like, I remember all the times you, you'd come <laughs> on and you'd say, I feel like I'm wrestling with God. Can you explain what that felt like and how you knew that you were wrestling with God?
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. So wrestling with God um, happens, and what that means, but wrestling with God is meaning His way you don't want to do it. So, like, let's be honest. Like, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Like, he's leading you to do something, and you just don't want to do it. Like, that doesn't seem fun. It doesn't seem like you want to. That's how you wrestle with God because um, his ways are better and higher, and he will get to you. And so what I was doing is I was wrestling with him. Like, for instance, when he wanted me to um, do – A nonprofit versus an actual LLC, which means an actual business. Mm -hmm. At first, I wanted to open an actual business and um, (laughs) uh, probably for the wrong reason. Well, they were for the wrong reasons. I wanted a shop to open where I was purely focused on money, you guys, at this time, for a shop to open where my kids can have it someday. Right. That I can pass down to my kids. Like, this was all for the wrong reason. And God, Wanted it to be at this time a nonprofit. And the reason why he wanted me to it to go nonprofit route was because it's about the mission and not about the shop. Mm. And I was wrestling. And the reason how I felt wrestled is I was on my way home and I remember, oh you guys, it was awful. <laughs> and it's like a different. So if you ever had a panic attack. It was kind of like that, but way worse um, because you're wrestling with God, not the enemy. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I was on my way home and I'm like, it's going to be an LLC. And then I'm like, I can just feel like I know in my heart that's not right. Does that make sense? Like, you know, in your heart, it's not right. And then all of a sudden I had like the worst anxiety I've ever had in my entire life. I felt like my, like an elephant was sitting on my chest. I couldn't breathe. And I literally like had to surrender. Like you guys, it's almost like I was getting like spiritually attacked. And I literally remember getting home, and I had to literally get on the ground and surrender it, mm-hmm. and say, "Okay, Jesus, it's yours. It's yeah. it's yours. It's an it can be a nonprofit. It's about the mission. You're right. It has nothing to do with the with the store. And the second I surrendered, it lifted off wow. me." And so the way I felt at least, and I'm sure everybody would feel different, but the way I felt, it was such a pressure on my chest and the stress and anxiety, but so intense. I've never felt that intense of anxiety mm. before. Um, and I knew in my heart, like what God wanted. And yet I yeah disobeyed. So Aslan Square is actually an LLC. Now. Now it is. So you should
0: go unpack like how you transitioned from surrendering <laughs> it to be a nonprofit to then God saying good job is actually going to be an LLC. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. So, um, okay. So the LLC, yes, it ended up being a LLC. And what it was, was God had to put it on my heart to be a nonprofit for me to be able to surrender. Hmm. Does that make sense? So yeah. even though it was meant to be an LLC, I would not have surrendered that. Um, like God had to get your heart in alignment with His, right. in order for it to be an LLC, right? Because even it, though it intended that the whole entire the time. whole entire time, and He knew that a nonprofit meant to me that it was a mission based. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Because to me, any nonprofit I know is mission based. Yeah. And I didn't want the shop to be mission based. I wanted it to be a business. A business. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I had to surrender it to for him to be like, okay, now you're obedient. Now you can do the LLC. Right. You know what I mean? So Because now you're just a business on mission. Right. That's really what you are now. Right. So we are a business. And the only difference between, um, for me, was a business was... I was able to open when I did, and mm-hmm. if I waited for a nonprofit, it would have taken almost a year. Yeah. So it was on God's timing, I think, and that's why we went the LLC route. Because honestly, we are pretty much a nonprofit <laughs> um, right. based on the missions, right? So, and that's what we're focused on is the missions. Right. And so I think the LLC was what was able to give us the opening date that we did. were able to achieve. Yeah. Yeah. Um and <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's kind of how we got into an LLC, and um, at this point, we still haven't opened the shop, and God really just laid it on our hearts um, about the story of Walls of Jericho Mm -hmm. and how they came crumbling down, right, crashing down, and I don't know if you know our location, um, but our location is kind of on a corner. And it's not the best street um, to be on. In town. In town, yeah. right. Um, and I just remember, I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm opening up a a, a Christian store, you know, a Christian shop, um, even though there's drug deals across the street at the time. Right. Um, and so when we were talking about Walls of Jericho, then I got brought up about Mark Batterson and um, the Circle Maker. So, you should definitely read that if you've never read it. It's amazing. And um, so, what we did is we decided to walk around the whole street of... The
0: whole block, really. really, Yeah, yeah,
1: really the whole block. um, Seven times. And then the eighth time, the walls are crashing down. Yeah. And the eighth time, you sing a victory lap. Yeah. So, why don't you unpack
0: a little bit more about the story of... Jericho and the walls. Can you unpack that a little bit?
1: Yeah. So like with, I don't know if you're familiar with the Old Testament, but um, the walls of Jericho, um, the walls needed to be cr- crashing down. I How did you say that? Brought down. Brought down. <laughs> and so they walked around the wall seven times before God had them come crashing down. Yeah. It's a simple version. That's so that's
0: great. even like going back to what we said with the cyclical years of seven. Yes. Seven is the number of completion. And so it made sense when they walked around it seven times and on the eighth lap, like the walls came crashing crash down. down.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is so funny because like it all just kind of ties in together. Right. Um, and then that book, um, Circle Maker talks about how anything you want, well, You shouldn't say it like that. Anything. God wants. God wants. Um, If you walk around it seven times, it will be his Mm -hmm. on the eighth. And so we really just felt this urge to do the walk. And we did it. It took a couple days because it's like a good walk. (laughs) Um, But when we did it, the last time there was praise. Mm -hmm. There was music. And you guys, you guys, I can't make this stuff up. This, that night, that night, I got news that, like, these pit bulls that were across the street were awful, awful pit bulls. They were mean, got kicked out. Like, it's just that night, I, I got told that. Then the next night, these other people got moved out. Like, you guys, like, God was kicking out mm. everybody who needed to be kicked out to make this block his. Yeah, it was crazy. It was like, you can't make this stuff up. Like, yeah, <laughs> this was just crazy. It was so good. And we were able to pray up a uh, spiritual wall around Aslan's, you know, to really just uh, guard Aslan's heart and mission. Um, and really be able to help everybody who walks in. Mm-hmm and um so yeah so the walls of Jericho were so big it was such a big story um and it definitely definitely helped and tore down the walls around that yeah it was crazy I mean that
0: I mean that story itself really like elevated my faith too. like to be able to witness that and yeah it was crazy
1: and I think it's, you guys, it's also of having, doing something, knowing it's going to happen based on your faith, if that makes sense. Yeah,
0: bringing the umbrella with your yes. prayers. And what what that basically means is there's a story about how this whole town was praying for rain because they were in a drought. And they'd pray, and they'd pray, and they'd pray, and there was no rain coming. Well, there was a little boy from the town who went to the fields to pray for rain, but he brought an umbrella, and it rained. So he was, like, Mm -hmm. going, expecting it was going to
1: rain, and he needed the umbrella to walk back. Amen. See, that's what we need to do. We need to go out with our umbrellas held high on everything that you know that—on everything, you guys. On everything that God is intending and wanting, we need to be going out with our umbrellas held high. And so when you're walking that, you're not thinking, um, if this is going to work, you're going to say no, you're going to walk with every single step and you're going to be praying and you're going to say God is taking down these walls. God is crumbling this down. He is doing it right now. We are witnesses. Every step we take is just a spiritual barrier of light. And you when you declare that in Jesus' name, it is going to be done. And so just declaring that you guys is just and knowing knowing in your heart that God's going to do it mm-hmm. because you have that faith yeah you have that faith you don't doubt you don't question you have that faith amen um so now we're coming close to the opening day and at this point i still didn't know how we were going to open um i still didn't yeah um there's just, a
0: lot of work to be done inside the shop
1: too at this oh, point right right like the whole shop needed to be done and we were like two weeks away yeah and literally, my stepdad came. You guys, this man built all, like, everything. He built the counter, the countertop. He built every single bookshelf. Mm-hmm. He wrote scriptures on the back of the bookshelf, praying for all, all of you guys who walk in the shop. Like, this man is just so pure and so full of the Holy Spirit. Um, he is just such a blessing, and he knew that God wanted this door to open. Mm. he knew it he knew it in his heart he put in hours and hours and hours you guys of work hard labor like carpenter work just like jesus did carpenter mm. and he put all these hours in to because he knew what the shop was going to do he had that faith and it was so cool him and my husband and one weekend you guys flipped the whole entire shop to wow. be done mm-hmm. and between them and Connections Church, they all came together, and and my friends, <laughs> and my friends, um, all came together and got the shop ready within days. Yeah,
0: it was really cool just to witness the community that really came around and rallied around you to help. You right. Because they believed in the mission just as much as you did. Right. And so, like,
1: it was, yeah, such a cool experience to be a part of. And they all realized it wasn't just a business. Like, right. they all knew eventually. Right. Um, that it was purely God led. Yes. That this isn't a business. It's so cool. Yeah. It's a spiritual thing. Um, so yeah, so all that needed to happen, it happened. Like you guys, this stuff we just can't make up. Like it was just so amazing and so much was happening at once that mm-hmm. you're you couldn't even like catch like your mind couldn't
0: even yeah. process
1: it. Like it was just so fast. And at that point, um, I was like, okay, we're doing this thing. And we got a $10,000 donation. So cool. Um, and it actually happened right before? Right before you opened. Like a couple mm. days, right? Right, a couple days right before we open, you guys. And at that time, God told me, God let out my heart um, that this isn't it. There's more coming. Mm. And almost like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, thank you, Jesus. Like, you came through with this investor. And he goes, oh that's nothing to what I'm gonna do wow that's nothing that what with what I'm gonna do um and so that was able to get us open enough to um get things started at least yeah so that kind of got us up and going and then we started all of our bible studies and we opened (laughs) and it's just been so beautiful every single day there's a god conversation that's had in that shop so cool Yeah, and there's prayer. There's like a prayer box in there for people who, anybody. I think every single person should write a prayer that prayer box. Um, Or online, we have a website that people are doing it online for prayer requests. Because we are a community, and we pray for each other. It doesn't matter which um, background you have, whether you're Catholic, Christian, Catholic is Christian, but Catholic, Baptist, Lutheran, Methodist. No matter what denomination you are. It doesn't matter. We're all united in Christ Jesus. Yeah,
0: we're all brothers and sisters. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're
1: all united in Christ Jesus. And God alone took me and our, my friends into a journey of unity um, for the past several months.
0: Yeah, just he just really started unpacking what that looks like.
1: Yes, and not that it's within churches. Like churches don't need to unite to one church, um, but it's united in Christ Jesus.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah he's the vine we're the branches he's one body we're many parts there's so many analogies that can go into that picture
1: yeah Mm -hmm. and it's so cool because um there's so many people from all these different churches that are coming to these bible studies yeah like it's not just one bible study you guys there's a men's bible study a woman's a mom's there's so many Bible studies happening right now that you have to be a part of. Like, it is so good. It encourages you. It lifts you up. Um, but it doesn't matter. Like, it's just so cool how Asnes can be that place where it doesn't matter which background you come from. We just all love Jesus, and we love to support each other. Yeah, amen. So cool. Um, but, yeah, so, like, where I'm at now um, is I'm still waiting on this other investor God's told me about. Um, to come and that way we're able to financially be more stable because um, on, honestly on an earthly level it's so hard um, especially coming from a medical background and loving numbers it just doesn't make sense mathematically right yeah um, so it's literally every single day surrender you guys like I have to wake up every morning and I have to surrender it at God's feet and what that looks like is literally like you don't I'm, I'm a pretty emotional person, if you don't know me. Uh, so I literally get on my hands and knees <laughs> and act like I'm surrendering it. Even like a whole bill, I'll put it on God's on the floor. But you don't have to be that that dramatic. So um, you literally just have to be like, Lord, I surrender my finances to you. Lord, I surrender this anxiety to you. Lord, I surrender this depression to you. Lord, just take it from me. Take it from me, Lord, and fill me with the Holy Spirit and peace and just guide and direct me on where I need to go next. And he will literally tell you just day by day, take this step. Take this step. Mm -hmm. Little steps at a time. He will make it happen. And I have the faith that God is going to make this happen. I don't know how. I can't tell you how. But I can tell you he will make this happen. And I have full faith that he will make this happen, you guys. Yeah.
0: You're out here with your umbrella
1: high. (laughs) Literally. Like, I'm over the rain. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah. So, I just encourage you to keep taking the steps. Um, Like, I'm still at the spot now where I'm still taking the steps. Um, there's no time limit on God, you guys.
0: Yeah, and I feel like really on your journey of faith, you're always you're always taking next steps. Yes. So you're never God never really lets us settle because. Amen. He's always pushing us and challenging us to grow, uh,
1: because we have we have a long ways to grow as people. We're not perfect. We're not perfect. Yeah. Um, so yeah, don't. The race is never ending, so stop looking for the end. Ooh. Ouch. Ouch. Like, hard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's hard. That's convicting. Yeah, that's convicting for myself. Where did that come from? Nah. Um. <laughs> so, yeah. So, just keep seeking God. Keep seeking Jesus. Yeah. Well, seriously, thank you for finally coming
0: onto the podcast <laughs> and sharing this. You, This testimony is absolutely wild. It, It's like, it needs to be a movie at some point or maybe a book at some point, but it's Um, it's just really God written all over it. It truly does. It has God written all over it. And, um, it's been an honor to like watch you walk through this. It's been hard to watch you walk through some of it because I know how hard it is, um, for you to surrender some of these things and to walk in obedience with it. And it's just been fun watching the community just come together. Behind you, even people we don't know. No, I know watching them come behind you too. It's just it's, it's so cool. Yeah, it's really is super cool and definitely something that this community, as well as people outside of our community, needed.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, to kind to kind of close this out. Um, so I'm still in the middle of I feel like the the you know like the valley right. Mm-hmm. I'm still. Feeling every emotion of a financial burdens with the shop. And I'm taking little steps at a time, right? Mm-hmm. Breathing <laughs> every single day, just surrendering. And yeah, God gave me another task. Um, so last time I was on a podcast, I announced that we were opening Aslan Square. And now, God, I might as well just announce it now. So God laid it on my heart that I actually am going to start writing a book. Yeah, so (laughs) cool. Yeah, so I am going to start writing a book, um, kind of about what you just heard, but really digging into it in in more depth um, and really some key things to help you uh, go into where God's calling you to be and just to take that scary step. Yeah. Yeah. That's so
0: cool. And what a testimony God has given you to write about, you know?
1: Like- yeah. And y'all, I'm not a writer. So <laughs> that is like one big thing for you to know is I am not a writer. If you asked me if I was going to be a writer, I would tell you never in my life will I be a writer because I am not a writer. Um, so this just really tells you that it has to be the Holy Spirit because I just had this sudden urge to start typing. So That's that amazing. just really but, shows you. But
0: it also goes back to the point of Jesus chooses <laughs> what the earthly standard of right the unequipped right, right. But, he, but he calls the equipped like mm-hmm. that's so true like Jesus like look at all the disciples like they're they were all like nobodies that right. people like you know higher up people like look down upon and, and Jesus chose them to start the church right and advance the gospel and I'm like of course he would choose Jay-Z like that makes so much sense <laughs> it to does do
1: that. yeah not to me but it does <laughs> it does because it's just like so you guys out of my comfort zone and but again after hearing this whole thing with me nothing was in my comfort zone yeah (laughs) like anytime god calls you to something it's most likely going to be out of your comfort zone because that's where he really can talk to you the most and that's really where your trust has to lean back on him
0: right That you can't stand on your own faith like your own trust in yourself amen like you have to rely on him yeah So, yeah. That's good. That's a good way to close out the podcast. (laughs) Why don't you, JC, just take over and pray, and then we'll close it out from there. Okay.
1: Dear Lord, thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for every single person who's listening to this podcast episode. Lord, I just feel the Holy Spirit so present, and I just feel that somebody needs to know that they are loved, that somebody is actually questioning their faith right now, and that somebody just really needs to know that, he is real. And he want, and God wants you to just take that step. And once you take that step, you are going to be so full of peace. You're going to, those panic attacks, those stress, all the stress, all the anxiety attacks are going to go away because you're going to have the Holy Spirit in you. And it is so easy to ask God into your heart. And if this encouraged you at all, I just pray that you, today is the day that you say, yes, God, I'm ready. I'm ready to walk in faith with you. I'm ready to just learn more about you. I'm ready to have whatever pill JC swallowed because I want what she has. I want that Holy Spirit. I want that energy. I want that presence of you. And all you have to do is ask God to come into your heart. And, for, and that you believe Jesus is the Son of God and that he died for your sins. That's all you got to do. And I just pray that um, that person who is hearing this, that we encourage them. Um, and you encourage them to do that today, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for every person who's taken time out of their busy days to listen to this. Um, and to be inspired and to continue on their walk journey with you, Lord. And Lord, I pray for every single person to take that step to take that step and you will reward them for taking that step. I know it's scary, but Lord, we pray that they just push through and they walk without even looking. They just go because they know that you are on the other side and they know that you will continue to guide and direct them in this journey. And Lord, we just thank you for Abby for being obedient um, to starting this podcast, to share the testimonies of so many people and to share what God's doing in this area and other areas. And Lord, we just thank you so much for a beautiful day. And Lord, we pray that everybody who listens, that you bless them today um, and you continue to guide and direct them. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right,
0: Jay. So thank you so much for finally coming on the podcast i know this testimony is going to bless somebody so um for those of you who are listening i will link all of jc's um notes and books and links and ways to contact Aslan square in the show notes below so be sure to check those out and until next time friends we'll see you soon you just finished another episode of the seeking after him podcast I'm over here giving you a virtual hug and a high five for making it this far. If you are interested in checking out more information or staying in touch throughout the week, you can head on over to the Seeking After Him social media platforms on Instagram and Facebook at Seeking After Him Podcast. I can't wait to chat again next week, friend. See you soon.